0: Hello and welcome to Memory Lapse, the Magic Gathering podcast. I would like to apologize for last week's episode being that we didn't have one, and uh, that was just personal issues on my part, so I would like to full apologize. And I would also like to apologize for the podcast we actually did the week before that, because, you know, I'm sure somebody suffered. I know we did. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, starting with introductions, I am of course Tim, and with I'm me is Tyson. Tyson, and yes, and we have a special guest today who actually requested to be on here, so uh if you listen to this podcast and you know us, there's a fairly good chance we'll put you on here just for shits and grins. So introduce
1: yourself, sir. Hi, I'm Brady. Okay, and why are you on this podcast? Uh, because I was a huge fan of this podcast in the first place, and I just wanted to be on. Wow, he's gonna he's gonna lie right to
0: everybody. It's, bad. it's okay that he lies to us, but now he's lying to everybody that listens. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. He's not that big of a fan, I don't think. I mean, whatever. Hey, listen to all of them. <laughs> that's, I guess that's pretty much qualified. Um, What did we do before we did the podcast? What? Complain to me. (laughs) Actually, that reminds me. Uh, I'm going to bring up the Gmail, and uh, Tyson, why don't you, uh, uh, well, actually, I'm going to say that, uh, (laughs) send your questions in to us, or comments about the show, or anything like that, to memorylapsepodcast at gmail.com. Tyson, what's our topic
2: today? Well, we decided that today we're going to talk about Commander. Specifically, cards that may be a little over the power level of Commander, because, you know. If we can't have fun with Primeval Titan, some of these cards are pretty big question marks as to where the power level is of this format. So, a lot of people really like this card, Wizards put it in one of the Commander Precons, its name is Cyclonic Rift. It was really good in standard, it's originally from Return to Ravnica. It's one in a blue, return target, non-land permanent, you don't control to its owner's hand. Okay. So what's wrong with that? That doesn't sound that bad. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah. The problem is that it has this cool little mechanic from Is It called overload. Where instead of target, you change it to each. Mm-hmm. So now and what's for, for six and a blue. There you go. I am bouncing two, three, four, five. If this, is, if this is a hundred player game, I just bounce ninety-nine people's boards! For seven mana. It's a real good card. Real oh by the way, board. I still have my board. Yeah. So I hope you mind you don't mind being severely disadvantaged. Don't mind yes. at all.
0: See, and in basically like board wipe the format, this is kind of a game changer because you're when with board wipes you actually destroy everything. It's more stuff included. But with Cyclonic Rift, you're returning your opponent's stuff, so you're free to do what you want. Yep.
2: Um, I personally don't think that the card is way overpowered. And people are like, oh, well, the more players there are, the less powerful it is. Because the higher chance that there is for somebody to counter it. Well, hate to break it to you guys. But for the most part, EDH is a green format. And everybody's just playing, you know, their cards. Not many people actually interact with each other outside of Cyclonic Rift. So, realistically, the more players there are, the more powerful it becomes. Because the more players it hits. Its power level does not scale down because it's more likely to be countered. Its power level skills up because it hits more than one player.
0: Yeah, I think uh, other than my deck, most people play like maybe one or two counter spells, and I play a ton. So, I mean, you're But I'm, one, I'm the one playing the like, Cyclonic Rift. So,
1: I mean, you know, there are people in our friend group who don't even play counter spells because they don't like them in the format. Well, two top titties. <laughs> <so>. I know. <laughs> I
2: mean, the problem with counter spells in multiplayer format is you're going to counter one person's spell, and make that guy really mad, and then everybody else is going to punch you in the face.
0: Eh, depends on if I let them, because I also have combat tricks. Yeah. You know, see, a lot
2: of decks playing counter spells don't have that. Yeah. So, while we're on the topic of counterspells, let's talk about some counter spells that are too strong. Uh, Tim, what, what do you have to weigh in on this? Uh, I, I abuse,
0: basically we're going to be talking about half my fucking EDH deck here,
2: <laughs> but uh, I
0: abuse a little card called Mana Drain. Uh, Mana Drain costs 2 blue. And it basically says, counter target spell, and on your next main phase, you get colorless mana equal to the countered spell's converted mana cost. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Pretty fucking good, I would say. <laughs> I mean, in EDH, the format of the mana rock, people were just casting huge shit willy-nilly. So, two mana says, hey, uh, sorry, but I'm taking all of that mana that you just used, and I'm going to utilize it on my turn.
2: Have fun. Yeah. Oh, so, you're gonna get like you know five mana because people are just playing spells at that cost because there's no real restriction when you have soaring and stuff? Is that what you're telling me? You're, uh, uh, you're uh, just gonna take all the mana from people?
0: Uh, what I'm saying is, whenever they drop their. Uh... Oh shit. Um, there are some pretty big shit that. Uh... They're big Eldrazi. I um... <laughs> oh, the Eldrazi have triggers. They're a little. Yeah, the Eldrazi are a little more difficult to work around. But Not it's more with Summary like,
2: Dismissal. Not with
0: Summary Dismissal. That hasn't made it into my EDH deck yet, though, believe it or not. Um, just being a one-of. Kind of needs to, like, accompany it with, like, Trick, Bind, and Stifle and
1: stuff, and maybe it'll see some business. I mean, we've got to get something that doesn't have cash trigger. Green card, Crater of Faheemoth. That's a good thing to Mana Drain.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's like Mana Drain, like, where you have spells that people actually utilize with, like, costs of... 7 or 8 or like higher Costs like that that you know don't have Cast triggers that are really that big of a worry It's pretty and it does happen so
2: So here's one of the Big things about Mana Drain Is When you cast a spell An X value on it Is registered when Mana Drain Counters it. Is it? Yes I did not know that. So if somebody Blue Suns for like X is 5 where Blue Suns Blue 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 X You get 8 mana off that mana drain. See, I never knew that because I thought it went off a CMC. It does. While it's on the stack, the CMC counts X. While it's in the hand in every other zone, it does not. See, this is why we have a judge here. That's all I'm saying. That's why we have this paradigm where there's
0: actually somebody who knows how to play this game and not us casual scrubs. (gasps) Yep. (laughs)
2: Well, that's why you guys like EDH. Yeah. And I don't. Because EDH is literally a format that is as obnoxious as can possibly be to judges, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I have to find out how this interaction works with six other people here. Eh, you know. It happens. Took the job. (laughs) (laughs) Wizards doesn't pay us. Sue about it. Oh, wait. (laughs) Oh, wait. (laughs) Not by me personally, but there is actually a lawsuit for this. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so. Oh, man. So yeah,
0: we did, I did mention Mana Rocks in this, so that opens a can of worms. Yeah. I feel like we're yep. coasting through
2: this a little too quickly. I think we might. Well, here's the thing. The reason that I am so disgruntled about Mana Rocks is because you can just do this terrible sequence of events to people. Where it's like, turn one, I'm going to play, I don't know, I'll use Mana Vault in my example. So like, turn one, I'm going to go Mana Vault. Actually, you know what? ring so much better yeah. We're just gonna go with Sol Because what EDH deck Doesn't have Sol Ring I mean even the Commander Precons that Wizards
0: sell Have Sol Ring Though to be fair Some people have been trying To build EDH decks Without Sol Rings To be quote unquote fair But I honestly think It's a tool in the box It's not banned yet You're only punishing
2: yourself It never will be They're not gonna ban that Yeah it's not Now the French EDH ban list Which is one versus one Commander for anybody That does not know Does actually ban Sol Ring And I like French EDH <laughs> <laughs> You would like it, which makes a multiplayer <laughs> casual
0: format into a 1v1 format. Yeah. No. What's wrong with that? <laughs> the games take so much longer.
2: What, for a 1v1 game? Yeah. I don't know about so that. that yes, they do. Cyclonic Rope is perfectly acceptable there, because then it's like, hey, board like you, not you and six friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Everyone else is... <laughs> That's not what we're talking about, though. Let's get back on the Manor rocks thing. With Look, your,
2: I'm, I'm going to keep harping on With your ridiculous
0: so made-up format. Alright,
2: so, anyhow. Sol Ring. I'm going to go turn one, land, Soul Ring, Sensei's Top, Spin Top. Perfectly balanced magic. Oh, by the way, every good EDH deck starts with one Sol Ring and one Sensei's Top. Shit, yeah, turn so, two, you drop a land, you play Jason Mindsculptor with that combination. <laughs> you win. <laughs> I have done it an alarming amount of times. So here's my, saying. here's my problem with that. Uh-huh. You know, every EDH deck starts with Sol Ring and Sensei's Top. And every Commander Precon has a Sol Ring in it. Mm-hmm. Do people, like, I don't know how long people have been playing this format, but I've been playing this format since basically its creation. Right. Um, The reason Primeval Titan got banned is because you had to play it, and I'm air quoting this for anybody that can't see. See, this is why we need video. Um, (laughs) Hey, shell out the... Actually, if you want us to have (laughs) video,
0: then email me and we'll discuss something about where, you know, if you actually want to see our face, you can pay for the fucking camera because he's been <laughs> harping on me to get one to do this, and I don't have one good enough to sit and record us for an hour. Anyhow. So
2: for <laughs> people that have been playing I'm the kidding, format. You don't have to give us any money. Um <laughs> for anybody that's been playing the format for a reasonable period of time, you know the Primeval Titan got banned because it was in too many decks. You couldn't play green without playing Primeval Titan. Which you shouldn't play green in EVH anyway. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, you can't (laughs) play Primeval Titan. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but you
0: can still play Crater Hoof, and you can still play Green Sun Zenith, and you can still play Gaia's Cradle, and you can still... But the reason... Thrag thrag Tusk, and... Green still has ridiculous
2: shit. Let's not split hairs here. So anyhow, my problem with the Council's, like, reason for banning cards is that they become too popular, and you have to have them in your deck. I'm sorry, the using Primeval Titan to get Cabal Coffers and Urborg in your black-green deck, your bug deck, your green-black X deck, whatever colors it may be, was really strong. You know what else is really strong in every deck plays? Uh, Soaring. Sensei's top, just about.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, if you're not playing those cards, it's because you don't know they exist or you're trying to be fair. ...in a casual format, which... ...if it's a casual format, why does it have a ban list exactly? Because all I want to do is play Grizzlebrand.
0: Well, the thing is, I think the ban list is on a capacity of like... ...like what we do, basically. We have... ...our events are casual, yes, but they're also paid in... ...so nobody wants to, like, stomp all over everybody else. So I think it's not so much for tabletop playing... ...as EDH is basically tabletop... ...but if you want to have, like, competitive EDH... ...which kind of goes against the whole idea of EDH anyway... But there's a ban list to keep it under control, kind of, I
2: think. I think that might be the only reason. Teacher, can you tell me where any competitive EDH game can be found anywhere? Name one. I dare you. I challenge you. It depends on who walks into this store for <laughs> <a> <laughs> <problem> tonight. <laughs> See that I I don't consider that competitive. Just because one competitive player shows up to EDH does not make it competitive. No, no, don't say one. You know for a fact there are multiple. In fact, multiple <laughs> of
0: them were stuck in a pod together and I was just like, oh my god.
2: <laughs> to be fair friendships are gonna be broken here. <laughs> to be fair, they deserve it.
0: Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're a paradigm, not me. No fucking mono green decks are ridiculous and I can see why Prime Evil Titan would be a problem but
2: um why is it a problem? huh? why is it a problem? how just like like, Prime Evil Titan by itself or like even with most other things how is it a problem? well it just accelerates ramp where it already is Sun Titan gets back three drops yeah I can get back a Man rock With Sun Titan Does that yeah. I mean it's a problem Because it's technically Accelerating I guess craft.
0: yeah That d- does it on every attack Yeah I guess I don't understand pri- Why Primeval Titan Was
2: singled out then Butthurt Now all the other Titans Are still around
0: Yeah that's That's kind of strange Because doesn't Erebus Titan do anything for it? Or not Erebus titan, titan doesn't do anything no, like, That it's wrong... not a Titan You get out of here with that I'm thinking that. about a different The Black Titan Whatever the shit that was like Two the
2: two twos one. Oh no Never But there's a field And attacks Yeah Oh no I don't know but anyway, yeah, the, like, the point is, primetime should not be banned. I don't think it's strong. I don't think it's oppressive. And if you're going to go, well, if you pair it with Deadeye Navigator, it's too strong. Guess what? I can name fucking 60 cards Spencer, that can be paired with Deadeye Navigator. Savant.
0: I'm going to bounce all of your lands to your hand.
2: Good luck, dickhead. I've done that. Uh, I'm going to pair my Vendilion Click with my Deadeye Navigator. I'm going to take every non-land card out of your hand and have you keep taking that card, put it on the bottom of your deck and draw a new one until your hands full of lands. And then whenever I'm done with that, I'm going to pitch every card I don't want
0: to the bottom of my library and keep drawing until I get the ones I want. Multiple applications there. Or Archaeomancer, flash Archaeomancer, get all my instants and sorceries out of my graveyard, use them and then do it again
2: card is really, really
0: strong. Yes, Dead Eye Navigator is really good. Dead Eye Navigator definitely belongs in this podcast right now. Yeah. Uh,
2: Dead Eye Navigator is probably, in my opinion, without a doubt, the strongest creature in Commander, just because what it does with everything that it pairs to. It by itself, not a problem. I don't think Primeval Titan by himself is a problem. I don't think any of these cards alone is a problem. But as soon as you put any of those cards and add the words with Deadeye Navigator, or Bond to Deadeye Navigator, or however you want to say it with Deadeye Navigator, it becomes a very clear problem, very so, clear. So
0: basically what we're saying is Deadeye Navigator is a problem, not Prime Time.
2: Yes, Deadeye okay.
0: Navigator is a massive problem. I think I can get behind that, yes. Yeah. So far we've named three cards in my deck at least.
2: No, four, because <laughs> we talked about Mana Drain too. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't play so many powerful cards. I don't give a or shit. Or other people should be allowed to have powerful cards, too. People do have powerful cards. Like what? See, huh? Every card we've named that's been on this list has been blue so far.
0: Well, there's uh, Prophet of Crufix We got banned recently, and for
2: good reason. Which is not entirely blue. What is the reason that Prophet got banned? Um, Why is Prophet too strong? Because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Green have another card that's like... Basically, Prophet, uh, Seedborn Muse? Oh, God. Seedborn Muse. Uh. For anybody that's not familiar with Seedborn Muse, yes, yeah, It is Muse three was- green green, untap all permanents you control during each other player's untap step.
0: However, there was another clause on Prophet of Crufix. Oh. I can't remember what it was. Because you can cast creatures, though they had flash. Yes.
2: That's the only difference between the two cards.
0: But that's rough whenever it comes to green decks that can utilize it. Because green decks, creatures, bad, bad things. Eh Can't confirm bad. I mean bad it's
2: blue green like I mean Alright, so alright, so we're still playing blue green. Mm-hmm. I've got a seaboard muse. Yeah. I've got an alchemist refuge. Is that too strong? Shouldn't one of these cards be banned then? Because I, I just I built a Prophet of Crufix. I actually built better than a Prophet of Crufix. Because mm. now all my spells have flash, not just my creatures. Or a ley line of uh anticipation. There the you go. Thing. Which I yeah. also run. Yeah, well, uh, i have anticipation with Ciber Muse Isn't that basically a profit? Oh, wait, that's also better than profit. Yes, uh, I mean, that takes more you to work effort for to it. do. Because it's in two spells, not one. Okay. So, because it takes two cards instead of one, Deadeye Navigator's Okay. No, Let's not. no me. No. let <laughs> not weird. I agreed with you about Deadeye. Shut your mouth. <laughs> no, no, no. You just told me since it takes two cards, it's fine. I yes, know. but
0: with Deadeye Navigator, it takes any other card to go to great effect, so long as it has an ETB trigger.
2: All right, what if I put my Deadeye Navigator with my Seaborn Muse? Why? So Why that can't you can't kill it. Yeah,
1: huh? yeah. yeah. that's fair. Yeah.
2: I mean, you can kill it eventually. Yeah, you see? can only bounce it see? so much.
1: <laughs> you only bounce it so much.
2: Yeah, but as soon as you target it, I just blink it, and then it doesn't die because the spell's fizzled.
1: I mean, what if they have more spells than you can, can tap them for? It costs How many two. F- <laughs>
0: it's
1: How like, many f- spells are, are you playing
2: in EDH? Because that's
1: not
0: interactive format. That's not I play thirteen board Non interactive. <laughs> well, I, I'm probably one of the few that makes it interactive. Of course, I'm. Not,
2: I, I've I've been known to
0: make enemies doing that though. Oh yeah,
2: all. only enemies. <laughs> hey hey, <laughs> I play one pyroblast in my deck. All right, I interact with people.
1: I play route, I can interact.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not much, but.
1: (laughs) That's an eat shit moment.
2: Um, anyhow. So, since it's two cards, it's okay. So, Dead Eye Navigator plus anything's alright. To be honest, I don't know what the hell is going on with this committee. Don't ask me. I'm not choosing the
0: bands, okay?
2: (laughs) I'm just saying that you just made a very weak argument that it takes two cards when we were just. You just agreed that a card that takes another card is too strong. I think the point here is with
1: Deadeye Navigator, you can be evasive, and just lay line of anticipation and seaboard news. You you can take care of one of them, and it'll be fine. Yeah, but
0: with Deadeye Navigator, you can pair that with a lot of different cards. It's not specific cards in a singleton format. Eh. I, that, see, that's the, the <laughs> famous <laughs> argument of Tyson. Eh. Lagging a little bit, so, and disinterest now. <laughs> No. All
2: right, so uh, <laughs> I will admit that Seaboard Muse Plus one of the other two cards Is far more specific than Deadeye Navigator Thank you but, but! <laughs> but it's two cards It's still two cards No matter what the other card is Yeah. Like we've already acknowledged that we have at least One other option so now we have three ways to do this
1: Yeah You have Deadeye Navigator you have how many? 70 plus?
2: <laughs> well chances are you have like a lot of them In your Deadeye Navigator deck Oh by the way while we're on the fantastic topic of, like, stupid blue-green things with, like, Leyline and Seaboard Muse, guess what else compared with Dead Eye Navigator that's blue and green that we have all these cards in the same deck?
0: Acidic Slime? Mystic Snake! Oh, that, that, oh that's what I was thinking of, but yeah. Mystic Snake, Counterspell on a stick, Dead Eye Navigator? Yep. Yep. Uh, Fun magic. Yeah. But this is a format that nobody interacts, so why are we worried about this? hey, all you need is two cards to interact with everybody forever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. that Navigator's problem. We should nice. probably get back back onto the rocks because we started on that, and then we got off on a tangent before you got to finish your rant on that by interrupting it with another rant. <laughs> all right, so
2: anyhow, rocks are just way
1: too strong. Um, well, what kind of rocks? I think the Signets are okay. All of them. See, I think the Signets are okay. If you want a mana fix, that's fine. But if you want to add, like... Aren't the Signets a one cost for two? No.
2: No? The Signets, uh, yes, they cost one mana to get two. The problem with Mana Rocks is Mana Rocks always generate more mana than it costs to get into them. No.
0: Not true. uh, Gilded Lotus, remember, it costs
2: five to get three. I'm talking about you tap it to get uh, more mana than you put into it. So, uh, for the Signets, for, like, really good example to clarify what I'm talking about. Yeah. uh, A Signet is... One generic mana, mm-hmm. tap it. Add two color mana to your mana pool, right? Yeah. So, Gilded Lotus is zero mana, tap it, get three.
0: Gilded? Did I, did I say the wrong Lotus?
2: No. You said Gilded Lotus.
0: So, how is that zero mana?
2: It's to activate it.
0: We're oh, not yeah, talking yeah, yeah. cost of Yeah, okay, okay, okay. We're okay. talking
2: what it costs to get mana out of them.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah, because it's a five drop, but you don't have to do anything to use it.
2: So, like... Uh, here's one. This is this is a fun one. Fun. He one put quote that you marks in the
0: air, you know, because that's how audio works. Yeah, I know. See <laughs> this is why we
2: need a camera, Tim. I don't know. I think I, you can hear it I, What voice. did I just say?
0: <laughs> I'm not showing out the cash I don't have. If I had the cash I'd have two of them. And we have in several angles. <laughs> we would we would write down everything we said, we record it again, get a few more angles and keep doing that ad nauseum until I had like rotation cam. Do you want that? Is that what you want?
2: Yes. Ad Nauseam's not too strong for Commander. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. So, another fun play, if someone just emphasize it with my voice, and air quotes, fun, right? Um, you can go, like, turn one mana vault, which taps for three mana. Then you can use some of that three mana to play a soul Ring, to play a... I don't know, a Signet, or a Talisman, and then you can play another Signet or Talisman. And then, if you have another card, you can use the Talisman for the Signet to get another Signet or Talisman. Well,
0: you just dumped your hand there. Uh, so how many colors is this deck playing? Three. Okay, three. That, you can have three Talismans for that. Okay.
2: Well, there's talismans and signets. Yeah, but they're we're, two different
0: things. Okay, so you're saying talismans or signets going down this line, right? Because you just kept saying talisman, talisman, talisman or signet. And it's like how many, how how many colors? The, the four colors. I've done
2: this. In, I've done this in is the, the four colors. Uh, fuck
0: you. Nekasar.
2: Like I've done this in Necasar. Fucking hate. And Nekasar. then I go uh, turn two Necasar. let talk
0: about a problem. It's in a fucking precon deck.
2: There's Nekasar. <laughs> I know Jaleva's way too strong for that precon deck. So is True Name Nemesis.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. I actually bought that deck and deck I had all these things and got rid of most of them. Because I hated I hated the idea of Nekazar, I just never wanted to see that again. Nekazar is great. Exactly, somebody had to
2: build it. <laughs> Look, I was playing it all nice and friendly until you guys started focusing me at the table. I
1: didn't well. do anything. <laughs> well
2: And, and well. then I killed five people on turn four.
1: <laughs> Why? Because the real problem isn't Nekazar. Tyson, what's the real problem? <laughs> Honestly, Waste
2: Knot. Yep. Waste not is super strong in that deck. That'd be believable whenever you're forcing discards. Yeah. Hey, guys, we're all going to discard our hands and draw that many cards minus one. Or draw seven cards. And by the way, here's a Notion Thief. You ain't drawing shit. Nah, Notion Thief's not super impressive unless I have a Psychosis Crawler. Yeah. Actually, Psychosis Crawler's one of my win cons. One of the many. <laughs> But anyhow, Mana Rocks are just really Don't good. Don't look problems. at me like. Again,
0: Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Audio <laughs> format. You can't just look at me like that and expect the... To- the, the, the audience to know the pure contempt you have <laughs> for me right of replicating with kicker my psychosis crawler and drawing a bunch of
1: cards. This motherfucker doesn't want to ever want to kill you with regular damage he goes nope here's psychosis crawler have fun you already well too bad I'm just gonna play with myself until I finally do it come on man <laughs> like the thing is like everybody gets so mad at me because I
0: accidentally realize I have a way to win on the board because I have like 13 win conditions so I'm just like oh I'm just gonna win now
1: and it's not the it fact that fine. we get the fact that we get mad at him for that, it's because he already has something to win he goes, Nope, I have to do it this way.
2: Yeah.
0: Well the thing is, <laughs> nobody lets me do it anyway. Because
2: it's like I have things to win. We believe you, we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, the reason the mana rocks are so like bad for the format is because they're Mana Rocks are really powerful. They're colorless, plus they like allow color fixing, they ramp you. They're just super strong.
0: Like, In a format where you have a ton of things to give you ramp anyway. I mean, Azusa, for Christ's sake.
2: Hello! <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <clears throat> I just remembered, while well, you two were doing your little spat, um, there was an EDH game the other day. It's a problem card and proof of how non-interactive EDH is and how few counterspells people play. So, Brady here... Is playing Sliver what one? Hive Lord. It's, <laughs> not,
1: it's not Slivers. It's five-color super friends, but he's a good general for them, so. Yeah. No, I mean,
2: like Five-color general here is what he's playing as his commander. His commander is completely irrelevant. He's playing five-color super friends. So Brady gets Omniscience and plays Omniscience.
1: <laughs> for those of you who don't know what Omniscience is, it's um here's this ten-mana enchantment you don't have to – Pay for any of your other spells you're casting from hand. You can just play them. It doesn't matter.
2: So let's, let's get a more official. Yeah. I think it's like seven blue, blue, blue. Yeah.
1: It's seven,
0: three, blue. And I, I need to learn how to spell the card that I used to win all the time in EDU. Omni-science. Right. Yeah,
2: I know.
1: You may cast non-land cards from your hand without paying their mana cost. And
2: it's seven, blue, 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 right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Seven, blue, blue, blue. Seven and so ten in. Blue. So Brady does this. And then he has, like, 11 mana, and he goes Diabolic Revelation, which is X3 black, black? Yes. And you base commits is- all of his mana to that. So he goes X is 6. Diabolic Revelation is you search your deck for X cards and put them into your hand. So Brady gets 6 cards to hand. Six really good planeswalkers. While he's got like doubling season and some other stuff on the board, Earth of Gideon. That's just gonna like basically it. let him win the game. There's some time
1: taking extra turns. Protect my stuff. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you
2: remember that, Brady? Yeah. So how's this story? How, how this result? I'm this result because
1: this. one of the cards I searched for is Pillar's Position, which is three green, white. You can't target any of my other non-land. Permanence with spells or abilities I mess up and I don't play that first Because I'm an idiot and so, I'm
2: <laughs> so here's the real thing Even if he would've played that first <coughs> Excuse me I got a Rhystic Study Trigger to draw a card <laughs> I have Echoing Truth In my hand at this point So I have to wait for his spell to resolve Because like he goes to cast something else Actually I think I got the Echoing Truth Off of the spell that he cast. So he casts a spell, doesn't pay his taxes, I draw a card. With that on the stack, I bounce his omniscience. Brady, what happened? <laughs> I lost. Next turn, <laughs> I was out of mana, and I was like, no. Hold on, yeah. you, you, you mean you didn't have a counterspell in that deck? Nope. There wasn't one in your hand? Nope. People don't play counterspells or interactive magic in the EDH? Nope. Except uh, for my one Pyroblast and my one Echoing Truth in my deck? I'll have you know. <laughs>
0: I play omniscience properly with counterspells to protect that
1: fucking thing. I have a privilege position. Usually it's good enough. When you play it! (laughs) (laughs) By that time, I'm taking infinite turns. I don't care.
2: Well, it didn't work for you that minute, sir. No,
1: no, it didn't. So then
2: we proceed to go to Neckostar's next turn. Neckostar wins the game. Echoing truth is too strong. Obviously better than every other card that we've listed so far. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So...
1: Food for thought. Always make sure you sequence properly.
0: Actually, yes. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> and have a counterspell. And actually, yes. Yes, that too. Because Omniscience with counterspells is ridiculous. Ridiculous.
1: I'm sorry, I don't have a lot of broom and super friends. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow,
2: <laughs> Omniscience is a very strong card. Um, Tamiyo Ultimate is also going to fill that role. Not that I'm telling you to put one of those in your super friend list. Tamio Ultimate, yeah.
0: Uh, you know, old new Tameo Tameo Ultimate. Yeah, new Tamiyo Old Tamiyo Ultimate, also very good. Oh yes, very good. No maximum hand size, and whenever you cast, whenever a card is going to go to your graveyard, it goes to your hand instead. Fucking great. I love that card.
2: So that's another one of the really powerful cards in the format. Um, I don't believe we went over consecrated sphinx yet. He's pretty strong. Actually, right?
0: on 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 uh, mana rocks, we need to talk about something else that's greatly assisted by mana rocks. Which ones? Uh, it's a land. Uh You have a soul ring, you always have enough for Nykthos. And Nykthos always gives
2: you disgusting amounts of mana. Oh, yeah. That's, like, almost exclusively true for green decks. I don't feel like a lot of decks benefit from Nykthos. I don't think that's actually oppressive. I mean, I do... Creature-based decks of any kind. mm -hmm. I play it in Kalitas, and I get, like, 16 mana off. Creature-based deck of any kind. (laughs) Nekasar doesn't get any benefit from it.
1: That's because you're three-colored what are you really gonna do with three of like a certain amount of one color in the deck? let actually, Underworld
2: Dreams is black, black, black on its main. Yeah, a cost, lot of so. eh. a
1: lot of his permanents are black. That's fair.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, hold on.
2: You guys are gonna keep
0: going. We gotta take a commercial break, maybe, because Tyson's gotta go pee pee. <laughs> but uh, but no, like we, we play monocolor decks, so like, I mean, monocolor decks, Nixthos is really good. Uh, mine is blue. His is black. I've seen it to great effect with green. though They mostly use Gaia's Cradle. Uh, I've seen mono white decks that run Elesh Nord as a general that you never want to see resolved. Or no. Cry. Um, Although, yeah.
1: really funny thing. Please resolve Elish Nord against Kalitas Trader of Get. Oh, oh
0: <laughs> shit!
1: Please resolve that against me. Yeah. I will love you forever.
0: That's that's really that's really shit. <laughs> Because it doesn't kill Toss, it just <laughs> kills most everything around Kalitas most of the time, which means they all exile and the Toss guy that has got a bunch of zombies. But don't those zombies immediately die?
1: They do immediately die, but it's fun when you have something like Grave Pact or Butcher of here and you have to sack that Elesh Norn anyway, so you got nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so you basically just board wiped everything but
0: the Toss and Elesh Norn, maybe a couple of things, and now it's gone. Uh fucking hell. I don't know, though. I think I think there are ways around that.
1: There are plenty of ways around it. Make sure I don't have enchantments. Make sure I don't have Kali Toss on the board. But uh, please, please don't make sure you have rid of those before
0: you cast Elshnorn. Toss, I think it's honorable mention. Because even if you, like, board wipe and kill Kali Toss, it still sees the trigger. So everything exiles and the Kali Toss player still gets a shit ton of zombies. Like, a shit ton.
1: Given, I am one of the very first Kali Toss players... In the general area that we are, and no one knew its power until I built it.
0: Just the fact that it can exile creatures in a singleton format, that sucks.
1: (laughs) Beautiful. Every time someone goes, well, when this creature dies, I go, I don't care, it's not dying, it's It's, exiled. Yeah, it replaces, so
0: it does not actually do that thing where the thing happens for the thing, and the thing goes to the exile and the thing. That's
1: a beautiful, sad robot. It fucking sucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking terrible. I'm just glad I can still beat it. Yeah. <laughs> By accident. <laughs> oh shit, I have enough stuff to win the game here!
1: <laughs> Speaking of uh, things that are uh, too oppressive and black, contamination's a good one. What's that yeah. new? Um, that is two and a black As long during your upkeep, sacrifice creature, but any land taps for one black and one black alone. So, unless you're playing black, you're locked out of the game.
0: Unless I have
1: omniscience. <laughs> unless, you have, unless you have omniscience, but please have omniscience beforehand.
0: That... Honestly, any, anything that does that sort of thing, I feel like...
1: Is there another card that does that besides Contamination? Well, I mean...
0: Like, does that have any... Does that say any mana or just non-basics?
1: Any land. Any land. Any land taps for black
2: and one black alone.
1: That's I... a problem.
2: <laughs> Hold <laughs> on. Right. I will so, bring up the Oracle text. That is a problem. Well, I was away for a moment. I did hear something that I had a problem with, although I heard it get corrected later. Yep. Kali Toss is not a trigger. It is a replacement effect. It happens regardless of whether you pay attention to it or not. Yep. But, uh, contamination. <laughs> At the
1: beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice contamination unless you sacrifice a creature. If a land is tapped for mana, it produces one black instead of any other type and amount.
0: That's horrid.
2: It is horrid. Now That's, uh, it. That's actually a card that I'm going to say should not be an EDH. Let me have that <laughs> I think with That my... card's fine. Saying that that card's not okay is like saying Blood Moon's not okay.
0: Blood Moon's fine, though. Because it still allows you to use basic lands, just not non-basic.
2: So that still allows you to play black, so just play black. But if you're not <laughs> playing black, then you're kind of in trouble. That sounds like a you problem, Azami. <laughs> like Where's you? your mana rock now? Yeah, see? Mana <laughs> rocks, Actually, Mana rocks are fine, actually.
0: <laughs> oh, so I can take care of it, just so long as I can keep my mana rocks in check, which I can. So guess what? I'm going to do something. <laughs> For that contamination I'm not sure what uh,
2: Events are then counter. That'll, that'll have to be it Oh and by the way hmm. um, The way that you get around Get around all of your Zombies dying to Alishnorn, If you want to get around it Is Bad Moon. Black it's creatures just, you control get plus, Or black creatures Get plus one plus one
1: Or gauntlet of power Or uh, cage sun eh. Or Yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pretty much any Cross the board buff Yeah anything that gives them Plus one plus one Yeah Helps keep them alive Yeah so, let's see. Other really strong cards. Uh, did we actually go over Con Sphinx, or did we just, like, touch on it? I no, think we, we just didn't touched go on over it.
0: it. You just mentioned it, and then we went over to Nykthos real quick. So, yeah, Consecrated
2: Sphinx, go. Whenever a player, an opponent would draw a card, you can draw two cards yeah. for four and two blue. It is He's a four-six flyer. He's got such a big body. <laughs> He's got that great big booty.
0: Okay, Fa- thanks for that. <laughs> um, hey, what kills it? Uh, everything. I don't know. Really?
1: Hold on, let me everything. see. Everything? Let me, let me Almost here. nothing hits the damn thing. <laughs> I mean, well, if yeah, you're because nobody white. plays
0: removal and fucking.
1: Unless you're playing white, but who plays white?
2: Alesh players <laughs> that we were talking about? So, you know what's. Alright, so this one's not like something that's oppressive for no. EDH, but uh, this is just something that's really good. Like, this is the type of counterplay that I encourage. When you got that one guy that plays, like, 10 or 11 Borb Wipes... 13, exactly. <laughs> 13 <laughs> Borb Wipes? Yeah. If you're playing green in your EDH deck, play Joel Ryle, Empress of Beasts.
0: Wow. So,
2: so Tim's going to look up the card. Oh, oh okay, I am? Okay. <laughs> oh, all right, fine, I'll look it up if you don't oh, want to. Empress. Um Empress. Basically, when that guy casts their next Borb Wipe... You just go. All right, so Joriel's three green green. Mm-hmm. It is a three three, and it's got an ability: two green tap, discard two cards. All lands target player controls become three three creatures until end of turn. Oh There's still lands. So when that guy casts a board wipe, <laughs> you just go two green tap two. All of player casting board wipes lands are now creatures. Have fun. Yeah. Please don't play it against me. (laughs) I also can't find the card, so... Uh, I got it, all right. We went over it. We're good. It's a legendary creature, by the way. So if you're playing, like, you know, a green deck that can just, like, time of need for it, uh, time of needs, one in a green sorcery, get a legendary creature card from your deck to your hand. Also really good. Green has all the good stuff. They do. They
0: really do. Green is a really, really rough match in EDH. They have all the
2: things and all the mana to do it. Bring back Primetime 2016. So do we want to discuss banned cards that we want other than that one? Uh, cards that we want banned or cards that we want unbanned? Because I would love to have Gifts, Ungiven, and or Grizzlebrand. Okay. I got to find the ban list because I don't actually remember what's on the ban list for Commander. Everything that I like to play as a competitive player. Like, Dang. seriously, you can't find a, like... Oh man, this card's great and I love playing this card As a competitive player um, In EDH They're like all banned um, Yawgmoth's Bargain I believe is banned Gristle uh, brand is banned yes. uh, Gifts Ungiven is banned uh, y'all Anything with Anti and... is obviously banned Power 9 except for Time Twister is banned Huh What? Interesting You didn't know that? No Why do you think I have a Time Twister in Nekasar? That's true Wait, you think I'm just gonna play ban
0: cards against you guys? No, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <sighs> um,
2: I'd love to have Emrakul off the ban list. No, Emerkul needs to stay banned. But Conspir- I want it. <laughs>
0: conspiracy cards are also banned, it looks like. Conspiracies. Yeah,
2: any conspiracy itself is banned. Yeah. Um, I don't. Uh, Painter's Servants Banned. I forgot about that one. That one's funny. Yeah, I'd be really happy to play Panoptic Mirror Because I would not mind taking infinite extra turns Protean Hulk's banned Yes it is <laughs> yeah. No Brady's pulling it up because he's curious as to what it is <laughs> Protean Hulk's banned yeah. um, Sway of the Stars is banned I would really like that for Nekasar I'd um, love to have a
1: Ruff- Ruffalos so I know it's banned for a good reason But I'd love to have it Hey Raffles
2: I think Raffles was fine honestly Hey I found another Titan that's banned What Titan? Sundering Titan Oh, Sundering is really strong. I'd like to have that legal, too. <laughs> Tinker for Sundering, Titan. we. Well, fine, then, because I want Tolarian
0: Academy back. I'd accept that. I want Tolarian Academy. Because See, this is why we just need to play unbanned
2: EDH. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to try that, like, once. I'd be okay with it. I am 200% down to play it. Sure. Like, you keep the power banned, and you ban Time Ball. Yeah. That's, like, all you have to do, and I think it's fine.
1: Okay, what, well, did you not know what Time Vault did?
2: No, I, I didn't.
1: Oh, I'm a relatively okay. new player, by the way, so some of these cards, I don't know what they're talking about. I nope. do have to look it up. Tell them about Time Vault. What's it mm-hmm. do? Time Vault enters the battlefield tapped. Time Vault doesn't untap during your untap step. If you would begin your turn while Time Vault is tapped, you may skip that turn instead. You, If you do, untap Time Vault. Tap, take an extra turn after this one. <laughs> oh, boy. So
2: why do you think Time Vault is banned in EDH? Because I don't think you understand the interactions of this card. So I want to see what you think. Because, like... Maybe some of our <laughs> listeners are more casual and don't really understand why some of these cards are banned. So why do you think Time Vault's banned? I have not but I want to let him Why run. do you think I think Time Vault should stay banned as the guy that thinks Grizzlebrand's not too strong? Yog Bargain's banned, right? Yes. As the guy that thinks Yogg Bargain isn't too strong. As the guy that thinks Gifts Ungiven isn't too strong. Why do you think I think Time Vault should stay banned? Personally, I don't know. I forget the name of it. But I know there
1: is an artifact that you tap it, untap target artifact.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh so right. actually there's another one. There was another one that's even bigger of a problem that says artifacts or permanency you control enter the battlefield uh untapped. Uh, something like
2: that. Emulative vigors uh like Emulative Vigor's not a big thing. That only does it once. Yeah. That's fine. Like that just turns it into time walk.
0: Okay. But was he on the right track then?
2: Uh, Voltaic Key is part of it. The other problem with it is that it has a like. There's a series of ways to make it go infinite because whenever you untap it with an uh, with an effect that is not its own ability, you don't lose your next turn. No, you don't. So you can use Tezzeret the Seeker to untap two artifacts.
0: You can use Mind or Over Matter for this as
2: well. Uh, yes, you can use Mind Over Matter. You can use Ralzerek to tap something your opponent controls and untap your Time Vault. The <laughs> Uh Derevi could do it whenever Derevi hits, so you'd rack up commander damage really quick. Mm-hmm. Just it, Time Vault has a lot of ways to make itself take infinite turns and then you just win the game. Yeah, that's now. So yeah, uh Time Vault, real problem. Needs to go away. Yeah. Well it needs to stay away if we do play <laughs> Unbanned Commander. Understand? Which I think we should do. Unbanned Commander would be great. I would love to have Unbanned Commander. I'm sure. playing Grizzlebrand as my general. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you can storm. play Emmercola as yours, I don't even care. <laughs> I'm gonna like, keep playing on I just I will let you play, like, even a green thing so you can channel Emrakul. I don't care. It's because Grizzlebrand, you just do Storm Out the Ass. I mean, first I have to get to eight mana for Grizzlebrand. That's fair. How do I do that, Mana Rocks? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Which, you know, you're now going to have mocks, and you're going to have Black. Or no, that's No, what we're, talking we're, about we're power keeping 9 power not coming. So it's non power. Yep. Un- unbanned, non powered. Yep. So you would still get. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, is, oh time LED- Twister can stay. LEDs not even banned. No, huh? LEDs I not super that good. Been. Well, nah yeah, I guess not. Actually,
2: a you know, while we're while we're talking about things that are really really strong um, and things that were banned, um, when the tuck rule got changed, somebody built Narset Enlightened Master, I think is the creature one. Yes, as an EDH general, just to show why tucking needs to exist. Okay. Um, they were consistently, like, turn two or three-ing the table.
0: Oh, Jesus.
2: Yeah. Because know- you can just go, like, turn one, uh, turn soul Ring Signet, turn two, land that Signet does not, uh, Keller that Signet does not produce, LED, Narset, swing, uh, find a way to give Narset haste, or just have it live through the turn. It's hexproof, so you're not, you're probably not going to die. Yeah. And then on your next turn, you just go, like, Proteus Staff, Um, Use Proteus Staff to sack Narset Since it's the only creature in the list You then get to stack your entire deck however you want
0: Yeah
2: And then Narset's on the field You give it haste because you have the mana left over Yeah And then you attack Get four take extra turn cards And then just keep repeating this process to restack your deck as you see fit Oh my god Well then Welcome to why tucking was a thing. Oh my god! Because you know what happened to Narset when tucking was around. Mm-hmm. Spell Crumple put Narset on the bottom of your deck. Have fun.
0: Yeah, but the problem is that just that crippled too many decks. I mean, you're just kind of
2: so things like that should exist.
0: Well, no, that shouldn't exist. But again, we're talking about how you're talking about the wrong issue where tucking is a problem in that case. That's like saying that. Oh, what was the ban card? Primetime. We were arguing about how Mm Primetime was a problem when it was really Deadeye Navigator, which causes a problem with everything else, where the problem really would be Narset. I
2: mean, their argument was that Primetime created linear play pass, because even if you weren't in blue and you were playing black-green, with Primetime, you would always get airborne cabal coffers. Yeah. There's like, why wouldn't you get Urborg Cabal Coffers? For anybody that doesn't know what this does, because we've talked about it a couple times now, and I didn't think to talk about it the first time. Okay. Urborg makes every land and play a swamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cabal Coffers is two tap, add black your mana pool for each swamp you control. Mm-hmm. So if I have eight lands and I have Urborg Cabal Coffers, I go tap three, get eight black mana, and then I've still got five lands left. Yeah. Which I can just be like, you know, if I'm a green-black deck because I'm playing primetime and I'm using primetime to find these, I can then go, I have eight black mana and five green mana to do whatever I need, not counting any mana rocks I may have.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah. But that's what green does. That's kind of the thing. What, like, there's... green ramps mana? And yeah. does big mana dumb things? Yes. No! Yes. What? No! Yes. No! Well, maybe not. Never mind.
0: Perish yeah. thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's just something. Yeah, that's just something that green does. So I don't know. That's just something that if you see, like, green come to the table, you're like, well, shit, there's a. It's going to be some ramping
2: going on. Green doesn't ramp. <laughs> it's not like I play a green Eldrazi ramp deck in standard. I know nothing of the sort. Oh right. my
1: god, we're not talking about it's that. It's not like I played as it was an Eldrazi in EDH before this.
2: Yeah, I didn't ramp it so all. That's that
1: right there. That
0: right there is the shit. I've played against Azusa so many times that it's just like ramp just is so strong in EDH because you just have so much freedom to do basically whatever the fuck you want. And Craterhoof, of course, is going to be
2: there with Green Sun Zenith. So I mean, no, you did not play a Zenda car in those types of decks. I actually get, like, didn't. Landfall triggers and then Craterhoof all your tokens. I actually didn't. Who does that? <laughs> Some people we know.
0: Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Devin. <laughs> well, now we're going to find out if he listens to this. Oh.
2: Right? <laughs> I mean, they probably play Concorded Crossroads to give them all haste, too. Yes. What jerks. Right? right? <laughs> uh, as I list off a list of cards, I just don't care to look up. Sorry, guys, you're on your own for these ones. <laughs> just creatures, Concorded Crossroads, I think, is just
0: creatures you control have haste. Uh, I, I cool. believe it's all Every... permanents All
2: players control have haste Really? Then pretty I'm, sure
0: Then I'm fucking
2: furious
0: And I need to start reading <laughs> cards Let me just double check this All creatures have
2: haste Fuck! <laughs> okay, so it's creatures Not permanents But still!
0: <laughs> Door what? of Destinies, it! If Dude, listen I know it's like a green card And honestly, so is Nykthos But it works great in my blue deck So, I mean Green deck Huh? Green deck. What do you mean? What? What do I mean? It's just an alternate win condition. If I can't get under you by drawing all of my cards, I just make my wizards huge and punch you in the
2: face. Why aren't they throwing fireballs?
0: Because it's not blue red.
2: Wizards don't punch people. They do when they're fucking huge. So what? Like Ron Weasley? Sure. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't watch. Shout out to Harry Potter. <laughs> oh really? That was Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah.
0: I thought it was, uh, oh shit. I'm trying to think of. I know it was Harry Potter. I was trying to think of some other franchise, but none came to mind. Alright, so.
2: Basically, we've hammered down on a handful of cards that should be banned. Narnia! That's
0: it! That's the fucking shit right there. There's one.
2: This kind Chronicles of...
0: of Narnia! Is that a, is that a Narnia? Is that what that is? No. Okay. Sorry. I was <laughs> late on that one, but I think.
2: Was pretty late. <laughs> Like consecrated Sphinx is really strong. Cyclonic Rift is really strong. Yes, Omniscience is really strong.
0: Omniscience is real, real strong. Oh yeah. Um, if you have counter spells to protect it, <laughs>
2: I don't think Primeval Titan's too strong. That's nah. not um, because it's
0: just rampy things. It's just ramps. Like if you don't want your opponents to ramp, then don't play against somebody who's playing greed. No, really.
2: But mana rocks are really strong. The only thing that. Keeps Mana Rocks balanced as I go to air quote this again. Yeah. Is. Thanks for mentioning that this time so I didn't have to. The only thing that keeps Mana Rocks balanced, as they're probably going to say, is that every color can access them. Yeah. Because they're all colorless, except for the ones that have mana symbols, like the Signets. You can't play those in your mono colored decks. Take that. Oh, well.
0: That's fine. Because, you know, we don't have. Monocolor decks don't have that much issue with mana fixing, though, because our land is one type. Yeah. So. Yeah. I,
2: how, do, how do you get around contamination?
0: <laughs> mana rocks?
2: <laughs>
0: uh, uh, yeah? yeah? Yeah?
2: Mana rocks? <laughs> yes. See? That means mana rocks are way too strong. That People can't play contamination and be griefers.
0: Right? Well, I mean, isn't that a good thing? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry but choke players can suck an asshole. Fucking containment priest or what was it? Containment priest. What was the card called? Containment or s- contamination. Oh, contamination, they're donut punchers anyway. Fucking
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I know a guy that plays Blood Moon in his EDH deck and I love him for it. See,
0: that's fine. No, it's not! That's as bad as contamination! Oh, no it's not! It's fine! Because, you know, if you play one color, you're good. Because you play Mostly Basics any damn way. Uh, And if you're multicolored, you play a bunch of signets, so you're fine there too. Eh. Because you have ways of getting around it or dealing with it. Eh. And if you don't have ways of dealing with it, in an enchantment and artifact-heavy format, you're doing it wrong! (laughs) So what's the big problem with Nekasar? Okay. Okay, I knew it was going to get to this. I knew it was
2: going to get to this. (laughs) I I know how much you hate Nekasar. I know that you think Nekasar is like the worst thing to happen to our EDH group. Okay,
0: all right. (laughs) I'm going to tell you the same thing I've told you a million times. Nekasar is not too strong. Shut... (laughs) Your mouth for a second. I was almost going to say something very rude, and I don't want to because you're my friend. I'll say everything rude to you off off uh, recording, so people don't know how mean I am to. You. But, uh, <laughs> no,
2: spoiler. thanks, boss.
1: Spoiler,
0: very. That's that's actually kind of funny because. <laughs> I, I'm apparently his boss during the podcast, but before and after I work in the shop for him, so... <laughs> so that's kind of funny, and this is like a power trippy moment that I could be taking advantage of, but I'm not. I'm going to... Ex- I have explained this several times. I run Azami. He runs Uh Nekasar. Uh-huh. Guess what happens when an Azami plays against a Nekasar player? They Tale get punished. Is is
2: time. They get punished for Song drawing cards. Old as so what does a zombie do? Beauty and the Stop! Stop! <laughs> Yes, exactly what a zombie wants to
0: say to Negazar. Stop, please! <laughs> I draw cards. Negasar says, if you're drawing any cards other than the card for turn. Then you mm-hmm. take damn. Oh nope. yeah, you take. Because yeah, that even hurts you for the I'm card. You sorry, draw I was card. thinking about Notion Thief on stealing card draws. He won. He ran that too and got mad at me for stopping it.
2: Right. Come all on. I wanted to do was windfall with a Notion Thief in the field. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Uh, lots of things. But, <laughs> No, it means I have like forty cards and nobody else has any.
0: Yeah, that's a problem because that means you have all the tech. Well, that's
2: fair and balanced magic. <laughs> didn't want it to
1: happen, you should have stopped
2: it. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I did stop it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So, so <coughs> me windfalling with Notion Thief is really similar to something like, uh, I don't know, somebody bouncing everybody else's stuff with the Cyclonic Rift. No, it is not. Yes, it is. Because everyone... I'm the only one with things and everybody else doesn't have any. But
0: those people can play those things. You're basically saying, hey, guess who has nothing to work with? And I have all the things to work with.
2: The people that just lost their field to Cyclonic Rift?
0: Yes, but they still have them in their hand.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you... Uh, oh. Do you know how many things they have to discard? <laughs> it depends on how much they can play. Which also helps Nekasar, because he loves it when people discard cards. So what are you bitching about? <laughs> but I had to replay the things that punished them for discarding, so I wasn't behind.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So I'm going to get back to what we were talking about here. But a zombie gets... Sorely, severely punished by having a Nekasar player at the table because his zombie draws cards to win. There's not enough life game in that deck to deal with all the damage I'm taking from drawing all of my cards. I have like an elixir of immortality. I think that's the only way I have to gain life. Well,
2: don't draw your whole deck then.
0: But that's how I win! Uh, that's <laughs> like, I seriously, don't think you need another win Con! I do, actually. Four Nekasar. Which is a Door of Destinies thing. But the only problem is I have to get Door of Destinies, and I have to get enough wizards out to make them big enough to punch you straight in your stupid face.
2: That's not very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Do they all fly, or are they just, like, there?
0: I have some flyers. I have, like, Click, and...
2: It's pretty bad for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, so yeah, there is one way I can win against Nekasaur, unless I do the Lab Man Thought Lash, because I'm not drawing, I'm burying my entire graveyard. But that win con has never happened, like, ever. That's one of the millions of win co- well, not millions, but there's like 13 or 14 win cons in this deck, and that's like the oh shit button, which I believe we were playing in EDH once, and was that the one where I just, where I had to exile cards or something for uh, Thought Lash? Like I was trying to win that way, and I ended up exiling my Lab Man, and was just like, "All right, that's it, I'm done." Yep, that was the <laughs> first time I've I brought Necstar back out. Yeah. because I tried, I tried so hard
2: to pull back the Thought Lash victory,
0: so and it's so difficult. I, I am considering taking Thought Lash out because it's really hard to execute that win. Well,
2: that's why you spin top in between every Thought Lash. I didn't have top, did I? Well, that sounds like a you problem. Yeah, it's the best card in EDH. Play it.
0: I wouldn't say it's the best. It's pretty good, though. Yeah, it's definitely one of them. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's
2: one of the... It's like, anything that I think is a auto-include in an EDH deck should... like. EDH starts with one top, one soul Ring. That's a saying that's existed since it started. Sorry for calling it EDH. That's how you know I've been playing the game for a while, and I played the format when it came out. I don't call it Commander, Yeah, it's officially... which is what it's technically called now.
0: Yeah. I think that's just Wizards trying to uh, to... Practice some sort of dominance over it; hence, why it has a ban
2: list and whatnot. Well, that's not even wizards; that's the rules council.
0: Who the Who the hell are the rules ca- council?
2: Um. Well, the they used to be like L three plus judges, but now L three is the max level of judge. Okay, but it's basically I don't remember the names. I don't really care that much. I don't pay that much attention to it. I don't think it really matters. I mean, but basically, rules- it's a group of judges that go. These cards are too strong. Or cause like stupidly obnoxious, shouldn't exist happening things. I'd vote for them. Right? <laughs> That's why I think we abolished their ban list.
0: I mean, Buy everything you want. I mean, we can do that at our level. They're not wizards. So they can't say anything. But, I mean, they're probably just attempting to make the game fair and balanced. But we have pointed out, you know, usually we make fun of wizards R&D. But I think today we're making fun of the oversights of the supposed rules council. I mean, we're still poking fun at somebody that has pretend power over something, so
2: it's fine. <laughs> anyhow, the point is, when we were playing EDH and it first started, it's like every EDH deck starts with one soaring, one sensei stop. Okay. Those are your two auto-includes in your EDH deck. Yep. Anything that has that type of power over a format should probably not exist in that format. Like... Well- If I have to play Sol Ring, and if every Commander Precon comes with a Sol Ring, because Sol Ring is that strong, maybe the card's too strong for the format.
0: Well, I think the reason that that's fine is because it doesn't restrict you to a certain deck. It doesn't restrict you to a color... It doesn't restrict you to a certain type of play. That means it's
2: even stronger because of it.
0: Exactly, but it's still universal. It's like a staple for EDH. We have staples and formats that fit in every deck. I do not play
2: Thoughtseize in my burn deck. Okay, that doesn't fit in every deck. I mean, that's you, but Thoughtnotseer. Well, Thoughtseize doesn't fit into burn at all. It's black. That's red. Yeah, but still, but that's the point here. <laughs> yeah,
0: but still, there are you know there are just cards that are going to fit into everything. But, Eh. see, the fact is, it fits into everything, so it doesn't dictate
2: what deck you're going to play. Which is why I think it's a problem. Like, every green deck had a Primeval Titan. Every blue deck has a Deadeye Navigator. Yes, it does.
0: (laughs) It also has a Sensei's Top and a Soul Ring. I'm guilty. I'm trying to justify myself. Sorry!
2: Why can't anybody just love
0: me? It's
2: it's just really funny, because all of these cards, that it's like... These may be too strong. Are Where are they all at, Tim? Aren't, like, all of them that are blue in your deck? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, if they're too strong and they decide to ban them, I'm not really going to get too mad because there's all these cards I have to choose from.
2: Well, yeah, like, you know, Seaborn Muse is theoretically too strong. And I think Seaborn Muse may very well be too strong. Especially at the end of the day, we're going to be honest. <laughs>
1: Seaborn Muse is my L.
2: is a pain in the ass. Um, so, like, Seaborn Muse is probably too strong. Con Sphinx and Deadeye Navigator... Are probably as big of problems, if not bigger problems, than primetime was. Now I'm going. In to, my opinion. I'm going to say this:
0: Con Sphinx is not in my deck. That is one blue card we have discussed that is not in a zombie. It's in Nekasai, though. It should be in a zombie. Actually, no. It's not a wizard, so maybe not.
2: No, but it's still really good. It is yeah. really
0: good, but I got to be careful with what non wizards I put
2: in, like Palanchron. Yeah, but if actually, you're, do you? you Okay, so if I have a Consphinx and you ban- you Brainstorm, I draw six cards. Yeah. That's really good.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. I might think about putting a conspinx in there. Just so, just so I can even out all of these disgusting cards that we're talking about. Just so I can try them out and make sure. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Brady.
2: <laughs> For those of you who couldn't see... Um, draw sevens are probably too strong, honestly. yeah. yeah. Well, admittedly, when draw sevens go away, Nekasar dies... Like, I'll be a little upset, but I'll probably just still play Nekasar anyhow, and then everybody won't hate me and auto-kill me for it. Hopefully. Too bad. (laughs) You gotta remember, Nekasar shuts me down, so I'm still going to be gunning for you. Then so does every mono black deck, because they can play Underworld Dreams. The hell is that? Black, black, black. Whenever an opponent draws a card, they lose a life. Hmm. Hmm. It's a (laughs) Nekasar. Yeah. On an enchantment. Yeah.
0: All right, so what else do we got to discuss? or Do we think we're uh, close to wrapping up here?
2: Yeah, I think pretty much just blue and green cards are the real problem cards of the format. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Can, yeah. like I guess there could be an argument for Contamination being too strong. I would say so, yes. Yeah, but, like, what's a red or white card that's too strong? I mean, Thalia, Heretic, Heretic Cathar, is going to be really oppressive here soon yeah. if people actually start building that as an EDH general. But, again...
0: The, not so much for your mana base, because that is also non basic lands. So your four color generals are going to be fucked, but if you play mono colors, you might be okay. Um,
2: Gosh, Tim, I thought we were trying to cut back on the swearing.
1: We have quite a lot, actually. <laughs> it might be a green card with it, but Aura Shards, green and white, that's a little way too strong for. Green? Homan. Aura Shards is really strong, I'll give you that. Oh no, a green white deck with creatures? Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> And have fun I, I, I
2: never imagined that was a thing. And have
1: fun killing it, because if you try to kill it, guess what you're getting rid of, too? Because if you're going to kill that, you're probably going to kill every other enchantment you have, too.
2: So, it's amu- I, I'm going to amuse myself, slash, <laughs> slash make everybody really upset with me. So, I was just talking about how... Dalia Heretic Cathar is probably going to be a problem general here soon because it's going to make everything come into play tapped, all creatures come into play tapped, yada yada. Really obnoxious annoying thing. I'm the guy that keeps trying, like, I have to constantly talk myself out of building Gaddick EDH and just outright being the fun police. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: to be fair, I would be okay with this because I was thinking about it too. It's a
2: deck that says you can't play magic. Watch me play magic, but... <laughs> no, it doesn't say you can't play magic. It says you can play normal magic. EDH is not normal magic. For anybody that doesn't know Gadda Teague, I'll actually go over this one with you. He is green-white. He's a legendary creature. Kithkin Advisor. Um, players cannot cast spells with X costs in their mana costs, and players cannot cast non-creature spells with converted mana costs 4 or more. Bleh. Then you add the Brazella combo into it. Boom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. Uh, Just kidding.
2: Yeah. LOL. Hey, Gadak Teague is fair and balanced magic. Is it? He's a 2 2 for 2, and he's two colors of mana.
0: I never like seeing Gadak Teague.
2: Maybe <laughs> the only green white deck that won't play aura shards. Maybe. I don't know. Green white anti fun is something that would be up my alley. I may. I like. I have to keep talking myself out of building this deck. Don't do Continue it.
0: Continue talking yourself out of building this deck. <laughs> Don't Why? do it. Why? Because.
2: We, <laughs> do you we have actually r- enjoy playing EDH Tim?
0: Yes. Yes. But stop I'd playing
2: Cyclonic like- Rift.
0: No. <laughs> no, because it's like the only defense I have. Everybody's got creatures that are bigger than mine. Got only a tutu. That's the that's the trade off because all these other decks, like these green decks, play these huge creatures, and I'm sitting with like my tutus and
2: my two ones and three three ones and shit like that. Tim, I think you're a little big for a tutu. I'm pretty sure you'd be wearing a three three. Oh my fucking. <laughs> 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 okay, on
0: that, I think I've had about enough. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, I, as I've tried to do. Uh, a few minutes ago i think i'm going to go ahead and wrap us up cuz i'm pretty sure we are hitting the bottom of the barrel with jokes like that. So uh, anything any other topics we
2: want to slip in there before uh... uh I'm pretty sure the blue and green are too strong for EDH <laughs> and things need to be done to bring power level back around cuz like 90% of the cards that we listed that were too strong were blue. Yeah. Which is funny cuz green's the broken color in EDH. Because since people are playing all these artifacts and enchantments, green has all the hate for it. Yeah. all the mass destruction. Yes,
0: they do. So I think we need to concede that green is actually just on average a problem, but blue has really overpowered cards.
2: And blue has Deadeye Navigator. Yeah. And Sphinx. Yeah. And Ambitions. Both of which are really good. Yeah. All three of which are really good. Yeah.
0: I'm going to keep playing most of those cards. I don't care. All right, everybody. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Blue is best color. Vote blue for president. Even though green is uh, best no. color, but actually, whatever. D- don't don't vote blue for president. That well, there's no good presidential choice this year. Wait, isn't blue Democratic? and yeah. Red's Republican. Yeah. There's no good choice this year. No. Eh. In my opinion, it's never Trump. That's all there is to that. We're not.
0: <laughs> we can't. We can't have an orange president. I'm not racist, but. Um. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. God, that joke horrible. <laughs> and we're just going to continue, and it's going to get worse. All right, if we need to stop it here before yeah, that gets worse. The, yeah, that was probably the worst part about it. Okay, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to send us berating emails about how, how horrible this was, <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. Uh, thank you for listening. I'm Tim. I'm Brady. And I'm Tyson. All right, thank you. Goodbye. Blue's best.